What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Born Ever News! Okay, let me stop. The only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related. And we don't bore you. We get into it. Let's do it. I must go. I must leave this house. I must go. The time is now. I must go. It's time to get out. Okay, people, welcome back. I'm sorry. I know I went on a little bit of a hiatus and I didn't give you guys over here on the Forever News platform the best of forewarning, but we back, baby, and we got a lot of stories to cover that I missed out on and just start breaking as I'm recording this right now, so I don't want to waste your time. Let's get into the stories, people. And let's start off straight away with some Attack on Titan news because apparently they released a Part 3 Attack on Titan. I know, it's getting ridiculous, but they released a documentary taking viewers inside mappa studios for attack on titans finale and yeah mappa i get it i get it y'all were handed the property at like the last hour and y'all want to make the most of it y'all want to get the most bread but geez louise i mean we're gonna read this article i got it right here but damn the attack on titan final season part three documentary takes viewers inside mappa anime studio with attack on titan final season set to return in little less than two weeks japanese broadcaster nhk has been given a direct line to the production process of the upcoming one hour special the team at nhk set up 100 cameras in mappa damn though like, like they can't even scratch their booty because they got the cameras all over them <laughs> to chronicle the production process in the documentary that is set to air on february 23rd the documentary will air as part of the 100 kame short for camera in Japanese series where 100 cameras are set up in an environment to capture everything past specials included a penguin and panda enclosure in Wakayama and a woman's boat race in Shizuoka the 100 cameras caught everything from animators drawing frames the CG being worked on by the CG artists production staff managing the operation and even director Yuichiro Hayashi alongside the announcement NHK also released a special wallpaper featuring Armin Levi Mikasa in front of the final form Eren with the Shibuya NHK building in between and I ain't gonna lie that art does look mighty mighty fire if I'm being quite honest the 100 Kame Attack on Titan documentary will air on NHKG on February 23rd at 9.30pm ahead of the first half of Attack on Titan Final Season Part 3's final arc scheduled to air on NHK General on March 4th at 12.25am which we will be getting that March 3rd same day as the Demon Slayer stuff yo anime fans we eaten also it feels like Kodansha and Shueisha are battling it out like which one are people going to care about more the Titans or the Demon Slayers as a one hour special with Yuricha Hayashi returning to direct the next part at MAPPA. The second part is scheduled for sometime in 2023. And it's definitely a showcasing that they're looking at other creative ways to promote things. Like, they're not just relying anymore on hey, here's a trailer. Because don't get me wrong, personally, for me, a trailer does it. Like, you get me a dope trailer, you got my attention. But especially, I think, with like younger audiences and whatnot, this is why they're trying to do different things. Also because anime and manga's market is so oversaturated with so many things coming out at this point. It's like, every other day, there's a new anime they're like okay we got to get people especially the core audience that loves attack on titan to come back and see how hard we worked on this thing also to kind of you know shed any doubts that people have had about what this is going to look like so here's a hundred cameras watch the one japanese dude in the corner picking his nose why not but either way attack on titan's final season part three is underway and you'll be able to watch 100 cameras on the animators and 
Yeah, I don't know. It's a little bit wild, but hey, it's a great way to promote this thing, I guess, right? Moving forward, let's talk a little bit of Pokemon because, of course, in case you don't know, now you know that Pokemon is ending Ash and Pikachu's journey. Their journey is coming to an end, and they're going to be replaced with new protagonists for Pokemon moving forward, and I believe it's going to be duo protagonists. It won't just be one. It'll be a male and a female this time around, and we got some more info on it. Let's read. New Pokemon TV anime catches male protagonists details teases mysterious pokeball and off rip the image i'm seeing right here it looks like a black and pink and yellow rayquaza and this looks fire and then we got the new one of the new mcs right there just as we got the first look at Liko last week oh so we got to see the other one as well again stuff that i missed this week gave us a look at roy the male protagonist for the upcoming paldia based pokemon tv anime and the first series without ash ketchum alongside the character sheets for roy a new pokeball was also shown one that has never been seen before in the pokemon franchise and it looks very luxurious to say the least and again we see roy's character design looks very much so like i don't know you think a kid nowadays a tiktok kid or something like that but you know i'm kind of rocking with it i ain't gonna lie a little swaggy i guess you would say and just in general it's a massive breakaway also i'm kind of liking the skin tone kind of matches mine a little bit so le let's go ash's journey started concluding on january 13th on tv tokyo in japan with the episodes to be part of the last batch of pokemon ultimate journeys the series episodes that are streaming on netflix in parts no english timing has been confirmed for the final batch the next pokemon anime series begins in japan on april 14th so pretty much with the spring season we will be springing forward so to speak with the new protagonist and Roy kind of looks cool. I'm very interested to at the very least again like I normally do with Pokemon. Whenever we start a new journey in Pokemon, even though it's always been Ash, <laughs> I always check out at the very least like maybe the first episode. I might even get a little wild and check out the second and third and who knows, maybe if this is really cool, I might watch it and keep up. I doubt it, but why not? It's something new and fresh and I'm a little excited for it. Moving forward, this is one that we've been waiting on for a few years now. I discovered the manga when it came out and it had 9 chapters in 2020. And finally, three years later, we have an anime incoming with a date and all of that good stuff for Martial Magic and Muscles. If you don't know about Martial Magic and Muscles, simply think One Punch Man meets Harry Potter with a little bit of Asta from Black Clover. Uh, but yeah, we got insight here onto when to expect it, where to expect it. Let's read. Martial Magic and Muscles anime streams on Crunchyroll April 2023. Oh my god, the spring season is sounding so good. Oh, and this season has been phenomenal too. This winter season from My Hero, Vinland, Boruto. Like, there's been a lot of really awesome stuff, but spring ain't, ain't, ain't no joke already. Get ready to lift those weights and wands as Crunchyroll and Aniplex of America are announcing today that Marshall, Magic, and Muscles will be coming to Crunchyroll this upcoming spring anime season. And it says right here that it'll be April 2023 with territories being North America, Central America, South America, Europe, Africa... Oceana, the Middle East, and CIS. And there's a trailer. I, I want to say this is an older trailer, if I'm not mistaken. I think we already had seen this. Yes, that's an older trailer. And it got the staff cast and a synopsis. And just in general, starting in April, you will be able to watch Martial Magic and Muscles. And I wasn't really, and maybe I might have forgot, honestly. It's crazy. I'll be reporting something on here and then be like, oh, snap, that is going down, huh? When it actually is about to happen. But yeah, Martial Magic and Muscles in April, you'll be able to watch it on Crunchyroll. And this is probably going to be 
everyone that I follow. And to a certain degree, it feels like it's the spiritual successor to uh, Black Clover in a weird way for me. Like Black Clover's TV anime has been, uh, you know, basically on the hiatus side of things for quite some time now. And Marshall kind of gives me somewhat of vibes of that regarding the main character and his inability to do something regarding magic. And uh, yeah, um, April will be able to watch on Crunchyroll. I'm hype. I'm going to be checking this one out for sure. I've read a good chunk of the manga and I'm, I'm hyped for it. I think it's A1 Pictures too, so even better. Moving forward, we got some updates on Demon Slayer. In case you don't know, they're not on your girls tour. They're on a world tour. Hey, no, I'm just messing around. We got an update on the Demon Slayer sales of the world tour theatrical release that they're doing. In case you don't know, they're bringing the Demon Slayer first episode of the upcoming season as well as a double package of the final two episodes of season two to theaters in North America, but it's been tearing it up in Japan. Let's read. It says here, Demon Slayer World Tour anime screenings pass 2.6 billion yen in Japan. Mind you, again, this is just two old episodes repackaged and one episode from the upcoming season that it's going to promote it even further. Like, this is genius. But the weekend saw the second leg of the Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba to the Swordsmith Village World Tour take Los Angeles by storm. By its home turf is still keeping the special screenings going strong. Oh, wow. Did they play it in LA? I'm so mad I wasn't in LA. I should have been there. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Oh. More than 600 million yen made over the last week, bringing box office total to more than 2.6 billion yen. As of February 19th, Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba to the Source Mid Village has made a total of 2.6 3 billion yen, basically $20 million on the back of 1.874 million tickets sold for the special screenings. These showings continue to be the highest grossing recap preview screenings for a TV anime and has already outgrossed Dragon Ball Super Superhero and the quintessential quintuplets movies total Japanese box office runs. That's so embarrassing for Dragon Ball. I'm sorry. Like In terms of what Dragon Ball was is and maybe embarrassing ain't the right word it's just i guess shocking is a better term to use better terminology shocking um because it's like that's dragon ball dog and this is just two episodes that already aired and hey you get to watch the first episode a month early it's gonna be in tvs screens everywhere like one month later so it's phenomenal and a testament to how impactful demon slayer is i will say while this is great to promote the upcoming swordsman's village arc and hey it's basically damn near a free 20 30 40 50 million dollars that it'll have in its final run or whatnot i will say it does lessen the impact on when they do decide inevitably to do another theatrical release of like a real movie because people are going to be like oh what is it this time another recap thingy majig with one episode whoop-de-doo basil so uh i guess they should tread lightly with i understand like demon Slayer is a hot commodity and they want to get in movie theaters in general shueisha every chance they get to get inside them damn theaters whether it be some my hero ova or whatever it is they run in there but i think they should relax a little bit because they're going to take away the magic of what demon slayer especially what that you know move train movie did by doing things like this like it's great in the short term but in the long haul it's going to lose the impact of oh another demon slayer movie because didn't we just go to the theaters to see some demon slayer like let's do something else so just a different perspective on that but regardless again it's like yo they just hey here's 20 million dollars for free wild stuff moving forward apparently there's a new Yu-Gi-Oh anime hey i have not caught up or been keeping up with Yu-Gi-Oh in 100 million years i stopped watching faithfully way back in the gx days and i think i saw like a little bit of 5ds and like an episode or two of zexel zial whatever you want to call it ziaru 
Uh, but there's a new Yu-Gi-Oh! anime. Let's read. I have no idea what the heck is going on here. Yu-Gi-Oh! Go Rush TV anime summons new cast, theme song, and artist with 46 episodes. Oh, wow. It's not a new Yu-Gi-Oh! anime. This has been going on for quite some time, and I'm looking at the design, and I do vaguely remember it. So, yeah! With 46 episodes and counting since its premiere last April. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I'm super way, way, way off. The Yu-Gi-Oh! Go Rush anime revealed its next move today with the announcement of two new cast members as well as new theme song art. Okay, we don't really care about none of that. Let's keep it a buck. Uh, let's just look at this Yu-Gi-Oh! anime that I'm sure a lot of you don't even know exists. And maybe some of you do. And if you do and it's good, let me know about it. Let's see. I think they got a synopsis right here. Yu-Gi-Oh! Go Rush takes place in Rokuyo Cho, the birthplace of the Rush Duel. One day, Yuhi Odo. Yu Yuhi? Really? Like Yugi? Yuhi? <laughs> oh, gosh. Yuhi Odo. Yugi Moto. Wow. I, I just caught it. And Yuamu Odo. Yami? Really? Two elementary school siblings who run a UTS. Uh, what is that? Uchisin Trouble Sodancho Alien Trouble Consultation Office to get rid of annoying aliens, discover a spaceship, and when they step into it, they find an alien named Udius Belgiar. This spelling may not be correct, who comes from the faraway Belgiar cluster. He has come to Earth in search of the Rush Duel, which is said to lead his friends to a new future after they were forced to leave their home planet, but he has no idea what the Rush Duel is. Yuhi decides to give him a hand and challenges Udius to a duel yeah sounds like Yu-Gi-Oh is uh, I mean the character designs are kind of cool or whatnot but yeah I totally wouldn't watch this and my fault for getting you guys excited like this new Yu-Gi-Oh anime apparently it's been going on since April and it's called Yu-Gi-Oh go rush so if you want to watch some new Yu-Gi-Oh go rush and watch it hey you like what I did don't lie you know you like it ah Moving forward, despite his inability to pronounce Shippuden right, Michael B. Jordan is talking more anime stuff. I ain't gonna lie. I'm still at this point. Like, big shout outs to Michael B. Jordan for even acknowledging anime and whatnot. Uh, because that's just really dope. It's always dope to see celebrities really, like, you know, champion it or whatnot. Maybe it's not the best when it kind of comes across as disingenuous. And that's one of the things that people have against Michael B. Jordan when he when he pronounced Naruto Shippuden as Naruto Shippuden. That was... Very jaw dropping to say the least. Like, dog, there's like 500 episodes of it, and you're calling it Shippuden? Shippu! But yeah, it says here Michael B. Jordan channeled anime to put his spin on Creed 3 fights. Creed 3 is on the way to cinemas March 3rd. Wow, March 3rd is going to be a big one, dog. The day after my birthday, it's going to be a colossal day. So, director and star Michael B. Jordan has been making the promotional rounds. One of his latest stops was IGN Fan Fest to get the anime fans on board for this movie, during which he took a moment to talk about the many anime influences that have fueled the third entry of the Rocky spin off series, like Shapiro. <laughs> well, speaking with IGN, Jordan talked about how he went about putting his own spin on the fights in Creed 3, which involved dropping some key anime names. Yeah, to get people hype on it. I'm sure they gave him a list. I don't know, dog. It's hard for me to believe Michael B. Jordan really an anime fan just because of that, that Shippuden and stuff. And maybe that was just him goofing off, or maybe that was intentional because, hey, to this day, it still gets you talking, right? But uh, yeah, he name dropped Hajime no Ippo, which that was a clear uh, series that was inspired by Rocky. Uh, Megalobox. 
oh my god, Lobox is so good. Another one. Uh, Naru, Nar, Naruto, where, where, not, not Naruto Shippuden? No, no. no. <laughs> and My Hero Academia, big shouts to My Hero. Breaking it down further, he even mentioned a very specific punch from Dragon Ball Z that made its way into the movie. Maybe he just has a problem with pronouncing the names. I don't know, because even why he called it Maglobox? It's Megalobox. Mag Maybe, it, I don't know, dog. Like, Mago be joining you a little sus on your fandom. I'm keeping my eyes on you, lad. Nah. <laughs> Anyone who's been following Michael B. Jordan to any degree knows his love for anime is well documented and very well misspoken. Let me stop for real, dog. Stop, Fnab. Stop it. You stop right now. It's great to see him put it to use in his latest film, and we can't wait to check out the results for ourselves. Yo, shout outs to Creed, regardless of some dope films. And I got dope homie that he gets like some of his music placed on there, synced on there. So shout outs to him as well. But yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Maglobox, Shippuden. What are you trying to pull here, dog? Moving forward. This is very exciting. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure fans, y'all, I'm sure are gonna be like, oh, snap. Um, the new JoJo's is here. Araki delivered as he promised. He took about, what was it, a year or two at this point? I think it was about, yeah, two years he took off, which rightfully so, honestly. We should just be grateful that he's even still going. Mans is like a vampire out in these manga streets. But we got some insight on it. Let's read. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Manga names part 9 protagonist Jodio Joestar. So the new JoJo is Jodio. What, what, what are the names now we got? Let's see this. Jonathan, Joseph, Jotaro, Josuke, Jorno, Jolene... Johnny. Is it Joseph as well for part 8 or Joseph Fumi? And then part 9 is Jodio. Okay, alright. Overnight saw the release of the first chapter of the newest part in JoJo's Bizarre Adventures Mega Manga Story Part 9, The JoJo Lands. Alongside the release of the chapter in Ultra Jump, the official website for the JoJo's franchise revealed the full details of the plot and the new member of the JoJo lineage, Jodio Joestar. And I gotta lie, this design is kind of cool. We had seen a sneak peek of it in black and white. Um, it looks very much so JoJo-ish. It, it looks like, hey, that's, you know, JoJo's. And some of the art from the panels clearly shows Araki still got it. JoJo's Part 9, the JoJo Lands is set on the Hawaiian island of Oahu and is centered around Jodio Joestar who aspires to stand at the top of the world as a millionaire. Okay, so he has uh, dreams of uh, being rich. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean is the latest part to be adapted into the anime with the final part of the series having been released on Netflix around the world on December 1st. Okay, that's nothing to do with this. But yeah, the, the new JoJo's Part 9 is out. So if you've been excited for JoJo's and you didn't know... Now you know, <laughs> and Jodio Joestar is a new one. And again, his design is pretty cool. I'll say this in comparison: I like his design more than the Part Eight guy. Maybe that's just me. I like the you know little extra details on it, but yeah, just kind of looks a little bit swaggy. Let me know if you check it out and it's actually good. I have not read the manga. I'm anime only Part Six right now. Where I'm at with it, Jolene Kujo forever and always. But with that being said, moving forward, it gets a little bit dark. In case you missed it, that whole scandal that happened with Sakurai Takahiro, the dude that voices like 100 billion characters from Reagan and Mob Psycho to Ghetto and Jujutsu Kaisen. Like, the man has a long sheet of characters that he has played. Well, there was a scandal that came out that pretty much for the last 10 years or so, he's been cheating on his wife with this woman. And apparently neither one of them knew about the other. And it's been like very rocky and Personally, I've been like, well, let's see how this is going to play out. Are they going to try and cancel homie to the umpteenth degree? Because he has a lot of roles in anime and it could be very easy for Japan, especially that they don't play with adultery or whatnot to be like, 
Oh word, you cheated on your wife, you're out of here. And we're starting to see more of the blowback. Apparently voice actor Takahiro Sakurai to be replaced in upcoming Ayaka TV anime. The official website for the upcoming original TV anime Ayaka from the mind of Gorake and King Records announced tonight that voice actor Takahiro Sakurai is cancelled. No. <laughs> Who is set to voice Haruaki Kurama will be replaced due to various circumstances. Yeah, about 10 years worth of circumstances. Sakurai, what you been doing, dog? A new actor will be named in the future. This comes after, of course, Sakurai, who is best known as the voice of Reagan in Mob Psycho 100, was reported to have been engaged in a 10-year extramarital affair with a writer from his radio show by Weekly Wunshun in October. Sakurai's agency confirmed the report and apologized for the behavior of the voice actor who ended the radio show the day after the report was released. And... Yeah, they're gonna get Sakurai out of here. And I'm still gonna stand on, wow, what he did is terrible. You know, you broke your, your woman's heart. You were lying for 10 years to these two women. Although, I'm gonna throw in my personal speculation. The mistress knew all along and now she's trying to play it. Because I think we reported like an episode or two ago that she's trying to get him for like 10 million yen or something crazy like that. But, yeah, uh, they're getting Sakurai out of here. And they're starting with this. I mean, thankfully, again, you can't get rid of him on the, you know, mob cycle. Because that's so and just in general i don't feel too comfortable about like yo okay he cheated on his wife and his personal life does that mean that his entire life's work should be completely eradicated you know what i'm saying slippery slope you let me know what you think about that and just in general seeing the blowback incoming of a brand new original anime incoming that sakurai will no longer be a part of it's kind of wild lad kind of wild moving forward spring season of anime continues to spice it up because hiromashima's latest hit eden zero is set to launch its next season this spring eden zero season two sets april 1st launch with new trailer and cast the official website and accounts for the eden zero franchise released a brand new trailer today confirming an april 1st 24:55. so what is that that's 12:55, almost 1 a.m effectively april 2nd uh, premiere four more cast members and theme song details for the anime second season as previewed in the trailer below takanori nishikawa is returning from the first season to perform never say never for the opening theme and yeah this spring season we're getting the next season of eden zero i wonder if they're gonna do it behind that wall that we're gonna have to wait 100 years for it probably which kind of sucks because i Enjoy Eden Zero. I think the concept is fascinating. They basically made it that God is a woman above the sky and stuff like that. That's kind of a, a neat little uh, spin on things, so to speak. Uh, but yeah, this spring season of anime is going to be good. We got Eden Zero Season 2 incoming. I'm hype. Let's go. Naruto fans, this is a big one. I did not want to miss this story. And yes, this has been confirmed on a Japanese site to be legit. Because you're probably thinking, wait a minute. Okay, for starters for Nev, how about you tell us the story? Okay, I'll tell you the story before I start going off onto a tangent. Because apparently, the voice actors of Sasuke and Naruto, the Japanese voice actors, said in a recent interview that Team 7 Bond is still strong and that they wanted a new movie of them in the Ganin period. So basically, the voice actors of Naruto and Sasuke want a Naruto Part 1 new movie, which I ain't gonna lie, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, a part of me would be like, yo, that'd be kind of cool, but... 
I don't know really what they could do with it that would be as impactful as the part of me feels like if it's not something that takes place in the future are fans going to gravitate towards it because one of the things about Naruto opposed to like a Dragon Ball Z like Dragon Ball Z anytime at any given point you could throw out a movie and chances are fans are gonna flock to it whatever it may be with Naruto oftentimes a lot of people want what's happening right around the time in the anime and manga for it to be reflected in the movie that's what they started doing with like Road to Ninja the last the Boruto movie people were really excited like oh snap it's almost like if it's a canonical piece in theaters so the fact that they want this film for starters it doesn't mean that it's happening it's just that this is something that they would like I don't know I mean personally I would love to I would run to the theaters to watch this movie just because it's like OG Naruto new stuff from it hells yeah but then at the same time it could come across as like a glorified filler so I guess it'd be a slippery slope but yeah I ain't gonna lie I wouldn't be mad at it I wonder if there's any credence to like maybe there's rumblings in the office of it or could have just been a you know off the cuff like yo we would love some stuff like that our bond is strong why not so let's replace Boruto you, you never know <laughs> But yeah, just wanted to let you guys know either way that uh, the voice actors of Naruto and Sasuke, they want an OG Naruto movie. And I wouldn't be mad at it per se. I mean, can we get something from the Naruto or Boruto verse in theaters? Like, there are so many great ideas that can be done. Whether it be that you bring back an old villain and he shows up on some Madara stuff. Or it don't even gotta be that. Just something really dope. Like... It's about time, I feel, right? Like, the time skip is incoming for the Boruto series. Like, yeah, give us a movie. Even this. That'd be fine. Something. Yeah. Moving forward. Very big news. If you like watching anime, you like watching it for free. You don't want to go on pirating sites. You want to be able to watch it from the comfort of your phone, your mobile device, your home, whatever it may be. You want to watch it on YouTube. This is big because apparently Viz Media's YouTube channel has added Death Note, Inuyasha, Hunter Hunter, and more anime. Viz Media announced on his blog on Thursday that it is streaming the following anime titles on his YouTube channel for free. Death Note all episodes so right now you can literally go on youtube if uh, i want to say this is probably for the west it might be region locked don't quote me on that but you can watch all of death note for free on youtube right now on viz media's youtube channel uh they got inuyasha the complete series and all the movies oh my god uh hunter hunter all of hunter what's going on here dog are they just trying to ca- get get some revenue from that? like whoa 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 uh mr osamatsu seasons one and two naruto the entire two 220 episodes are all available there. Sailor Moon's entire anime. I wonder if that's with Dub. My my uh, daughter's been wanting to uh, watch Sailor Moon. She started watching it. If they got the entirety of it in Dub, that would be great. Uh, the channel is also streaming the following movies. A Cell World, Infinite Burst. A Cell World was dope. Uh, Tiger and Bunny, the movie The Beginning, as well as The Rising. K Missing Kings. Infinity Force, the movie Farewell Friend, and Mazinger Z Infinity. This media's website removed its free Hulu embedded streams of anime episodes in October 2020. And this is major, major. I'm not even going to lie. Wow. Like, you can actually go and watch all of these things. Like, never would you have been able to imagine 10 years ago that this would be going on. But it's happening. It's here. And... 
this is dope moving forward this is big and i hope that this inspires some more of this type of stuff to come because despite the fact that this is a little bit older this was humongous and i felt was slept on overlooked and it's finally coming to the west because toonami will be airing the one piece slash dragon ball slash toriko anime crossover on march 4th yo what is it with the first few days of march it's like it's my birthday it's demon slayer's attack on titan it's this crossover like what's going on here fam this is going to be a golden couple of days toy animation announced on friday that adult swims toonami programming block will air the 590th episode of the one piece which is a crossover between one piece dragon ball z and toriko on march 4th at 1 a.m est effectively march 5th okay so skip a day over why not toonami skipped the episode and went straight from 589 to 591 last october neither crunchyroll nor funimation have ever streamed the 590th episode although the pirates you know what i'm saying the pirates the pirates saw it the 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 pirates saw it and in fact i'll try and link it somewhere around here i'm sure i did a review of this back in the day when it came out although both have streamed episode 492 which is a crossover just between one piece and toriko but the, the big sell of this one let's keep it a buck like Toriko's cool and all i read i think a hundred and some chapters of Toriko. i watched 50 episodes of the anime so don't don't hate on me dog i'm not hating but the reality is they'll probably never do the one piece Toriko thing but they'll do this because it's dragon ball and one piece together the Toriko thing is like Eh, Toriko's there too. One Piece's 590th episode is part of a one-hour special with Toriko's 99th episode that originally aired in Japan in April 2013. Gosh darn it, it took 10 years for this thing to come to the States. The latter episode is not scheduled to air on Toonami. Likewise, Crunchyroll Funimation have never streamed Toriko's 99th episode. The Toriko anime never aired on Toonami either. It's like, yo, they're just taking Toriko along for the ride because, well, he's stuck in this shit. Why not? But it's really about dragon ball in one piece let's be honest and that's no disrespect towards toriko because toriko did its thing and it lasted a long time and they tried with it and all that good stuff but yeah the companies have not confirmed whether the version airing on toonami will be in japanese with subtitles or dubbed in english another episode of one piece is scheduled to air at its usual 1 30 a.m time slot on toonami i'm really hoping because the big selling point to get everybody to watch this on tv would be having it dubbed being able to hear Luffy and Goku talking. Although, uh, let, let's cut the cap. Let's cut the cap cap. Because, you know, we, we, we got to cut down the layers. And this one, of course, yeah, Toriko is just kind of along for the ride. But if we really, really talking, the biggest one for the West, not worldwide, for the West, that would really take this to another level is if they did a Naruto One Piece Dragon Ball and even Bleach but definitely Naruto One Piece and Dragon Ball crossover if Naruto was there instead of Toriko the ratings for this episode probably be the highest thing that Toonami has ever had let's be totally honest and this was a blunder and a misstep in my opinion on Shueisha's part on not having that happen and I know you're probably thinking well well, these are Toei properties and this is probably a Toei idea Shueisha at the end of the day is the overlord and overseer of this whole thing this would have been massive and this would have been something that they could sell and all sorts of stuff if it was 
Naruto, Dragon Ball, and One Piece. Like, just flat out. Or Naruto, Dragon Ball, Bleach. Naruto, just the big three in Dragon Ball in general would have been the one that would, you know, it'd be a classic thing as long as it was done right, of course, because that's the one that everybody knows. So I'm just saying, Shueisha, you know, instead of going the Jump Force route with video games, go the Jump Force route with a great story, mind you, um, anime-wise. And it would sell like hotcakes. And who knows, maybe this could be a test to see, like, the West really loves them some crossovers, huh? Let's see how they feel about this. So, uh, if you can, go go and support and watch it. And, again, hopefully they have it in dubbed. I don't know if they're going to do it, though. They might just say sub. When is this airing? It's not April 1st, right? If it was April 1st, I'd say they're definitely going to go sub only. But, I don't know. We'll see. Moving forward, I have some heartbreak. I have some sad news to tell you about. You may have heard about it already, but I'm going to tell you anyway because this was very, very sad and uh, disappointing in ways. But also, at the same time, it's for the, it's betterment, to be honest with you. And that's that, you know, that Black Clover movie? You know, the one piece of Black Clover animation we've been waiting for since, what, March 2020, 2021, that the anime ended? You know, that little Wizard King film? Um, it's delayed. <laughs> yes, Black Clover, Sword of the Wizard King anime film has been delayed to June 16th due to COVID-19. The official website for the Black Clover Sword of the Wizard King movie uh, announced on Friday that the, well, I don't know, like a Friday or two ago at this point, that the film will be delayed from its original March 31st opening to June 16th due to the spread of COVID-19 affecting the film's production. That's a load of hooey. Netflix also confirmed that the film will debut on the service on June 16th. That is so much BS. I ain't gonna lie. They definitely running rampant with using C-19 for everything nowadays. Like, yo, I can't make it to the baseball game. My stomach hurts and I think I got COVID. Like, everybody is just abusing of it now like come on dog we right around the corner how you gonna say at the last minute at the final hour yo dog some cats got covid like this movie is supposed to be knee deep in production and pretty much ready to go they should just be putting like the music and syncing the audio and stuff like that what are you talking about folks like this is a film that's been in production for how many years now literally like stop i'm not believing it you, we don't believe you you need more people flat out this is a load of hooey i hope that they do use this time since they're gonna make us wait even longer use this time to really polish it we better get some decent sakuga on this this better look beautiful there better not be any wonky any like this better really nail it and slam it out the park for people flat out if they don't nail it uh i don't know and it could be also the fact that because it's a netflix original maybe they want to take a little bit more time to build some hype maybe tabata's gonna go ham with the manga maybe the manga is gonna end right around that time and it's gonna be a big shamanga like read the final chapter and watch the movie at the same time who knows because black clover does feel like it's cutting it close likewise with my hero to wrapping up uh, so maybe that's the case, but uh, original manga creator Yuki Tabata is serving as the movie's chief supervisor and original character designer. Staff members from the TV anime are returning for the film. Ayataka Tanemura is directing the film. Itsuko Takeda is designing the characters. And Minako Seki is composing the music. Screenings for the film will give out the volume 23.5 bonus book to ticket holders that's in japan again it'll be netflix only over here and i ain't gonna lie I'm, I'm super disappointed and i don't feel like it's justified to delay this movie even one more day considering it was announced a couple of years ago we got like one picture in one year we got another like this has been way too long in production to say yo people got some covid though yo they, they got covid bro like we just gonna... stop stop 
You playing with me right now? You fucking tickling my belly, mate. No, on some real though, it's very disappointing. And yeah, I don't know. Um, delayed to June 16th, Black Clover movie. I guess we shall be waiting. Our our magic is never giving up, despite this movie taking 100 million years to get here. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you folks, we, we've got bamboozled. Moving forward, I got some pretty awesome news and I'm very excited about this. In case you've never heard of the legend Naoki Urasawa, this man is a mangaka god. He has created classics on classics. Like Creating one classic in and of itself is like, holy cow, how did you do that? This man has some of the best manga ever made and he has multiple of them. It's not just like one hit wonder, this man has Monster, this man has Billy Bat. This man has created constant classics and one of his classics is getting an anime and it's been in production for a bit if I, if I remember correctly. I've been hearing about murmurings of this for a while. Netflix confirms Pluto anime series in 2023 with sneak peek video. Netflix confirmed in a sneak peek video on Tuesday that it will present the animated series of Naoki Urasawa's Pluto manga this year and it confirmed the project's main Japanese voice cast and studio. Let's take a quick peek at this uh, trailer. Okay, well, I'm taking a look and it definitely looks beautiful as hell. The scenery looks gorgeous, all of that stuff, but yeah. Genko is still producing the series in collaboration with Tezuka Productions with animation produced by M2. I'm not familiar with M2. In a quote provided by Netflix, Urasawa said, I applaud the courage of everyone that has taken on the challenge of making an anime based on Pluto because it is goaded. Okay, he didn't say because it's goaded. I just added that. <laughs> I'm excited about the birth of this new series to win over people's hearts. I hope that now more than ever, Osamu Tezuka's message reaches the world. Co-author Takashi Nagasaki added, Pluto inherits the philosophy of Tezuka and does not merely convey a message of anti-war, but reminds us that there is still suffering on both sides. But still, the only remaining answer... Is peace. Supervisor Makoto Tezuka, a son of the late Osamu Tezuka, said, The animated Pluto is the real deal, and in addition to this being Urasawa's latest work, it is also a new Tezuka anime. I can hardly wait to see how this new generation of anime turns out. The Pluto manga is Urasawa and producer Takashi Nagasaki's seinen drama reimagining of the world depicted in Osamu Tezuka's manga Astro Boy. The series ran in Shogakugan's big comic original magazine from 2003 to 2009, and it has eight compiled book volumes. The manga has been translated and published in 20 countries, blah, blah, blah. And here's a synopsis of it for people that are like, well, what the hell is Pluto all about? In a distant future where sentient humanoid robots pass for human, someone or something is out to destroy the seven great robots of the world. Europol's top detective, Gates, is assigned to investigate these mysterious robot serial murders. The only catch is that he himself is one of the seven targets. Genko's booth at the MIFA Film Market at the 2017 Anessi International Animation Film Festival had listed that the manga was getting an adaptation, but the anime was not officially announced at the time. So yeah, this has been in the works for a while and I'm 100% watching this. And if they do it right, which I do believe they're going to do it, I'd highly encourage you to watch this one. Urasawa is, again, an incredibly... Like, I'm not even going to say underrated. He is just a phenomenal mangaka with classics on classics. And I think that this is going to be one that people are going to go crazy for and deem another classic anime as well. Moving forward, I found this one to be fascinating because while anime and manga seems to be on the rise in certain avenues, at the very least, home video sales are down. And that's not a good sign because when home video sales are down, it affects the market as a whole. It says here, Japanese home video sales down by 16.1% in 2022. 
let's also keep into perspective that 2020 had a big massive bang of anime fans incoming because of the pandemic and whatnot so you're gonna naturally gradually see the numbers decline after 2020 because some people just they got into anime because it was a pandemic pandemic over anime fandom over that's just how it is kind of reminds me of like the big comic book boom of the 90s where you know they were selling like a million copies an issue and then now you look at comic sales there's nothing close to that it's like it happens the japan video software association released its report on home video sales from january to december 2022 on february 7th the dvd and blu-ray physical home video markets annual revenue amounted to about 869 million dollars with 30 million 982 thousand total discs sold a 16.1 percent decrease from last year about 330 million dollars of that revenue was from dvds who the hell is still buying dvds that, that's shocking to me like people still buy dvds like not only is that shocking, but take that in for a second for people that are entrepreneurs or you have a dream, you want to sell something, DVDs still sell. I know people will tell you that everything is about streaming, but we have been hoodwinked and bamboozled into believing that everybody streams. Sure, a lot of kids stream. Sure, there's a big market for streaming, but there is still a big demand for physical media out there. I myself sometimes get bamboozled into thinking like nobody buys nothing anymore, but $330 million of DVDs. Who the fuck? is buying dvds is what you're telling yourself right now that should be an indication of you might be able to sell some dvds of something you might be able to there's still a market out there look for them find them and you can sell your stuff just have to give you guys free game with 18 million 319 thousand discs and blu-ray discs released accounted for the remaining 71.2 billion yen about 539 million dollars worth from blu-rays again blu-ray media also selling with 12 million 663 thousand discs dvd sales were down 22.1 percent year on year while Blu-ray sales were also down 12% year-on-year. The revenue marks the 17th consecutive year of decline for the Japanese home video market. Yeah, it is declining, but they, they're still selling is the point. Ever since the market reached its 2004 peak at 375 billion yen, 2.8 billion, oh my gosh, in conversion. The JVA also records 2,527 video rental stores in business as of December 2000. 22 only around a fifth of the peak number of stores in 1995 when there were 12,452 man 1995 the the good old 90s huh and yeah i will say i mean the numbers ain't lying you know the sales are down or whatnot seemingly ain't lying because you never know what numbers they also can be fudged or whatnot but um that still doesn't take away from the fact that yo dog if you got a plan and you want to sell something and i know that's not necessarily the point of the reporting but i want to give you guys regardless like yo you can still sell your, your dvd idea of whatever it is you got maybe a little uh homemade movie that you created or whatnot or you worked on a little piece of animation and you think you could probably sell it off or you just got an idea or something dvds are still selling dog they made 330 million dollars off dvds dog you telling me you can't make a couple hundred you telling me you can't make a few thousand you know what i'm saying likewise with blu-rays find the markets that are still buying you know whether it be the conservative market that you know a lot of the older conservatives that they don't really mess with technology all like that like go find them go make your money you got this moving forward toei president ceo osamu tezuka passes away at 62 and i ain't gonna lie when i first saw osamu tezuka i'm like wait a minute osamu tezuka what like yo that's the legendary manga author that passed away a long time ago what happened here but no this is a different one and either way i think this is going to be very impactful for the future of toei but before all of that uh rest in peace to this man uh condolences to his family all of that uh 
You know, it's always terrible when we take a loss. Uh, but yeah, it says here, Toei Company announced on Tuesday that its president and CEO, Osama Tezuka, no relation to the manga creator of the same name. Yeah, they had to throw that in there because I was confused for a second. Passed away. He was 62. Tezuka's funeral will be limited to close relatives, but a memorial ceremony will be held at a later date. Tezuka was born in 1960. He joined Toei in 1983 and was made board member in June 2012. He became the company's managing director in June 2016 and became president and ceo in june 2020 so they had him on for the pandemic and unfortunately he passed recently uh toei was founded in 1951 and uh toei also announced on tuesday that managing director and chairman noriyuki tada has taken on the role of president alongside his current role so they already got a new president going in um aside from you know of course again the mourning and you know the serious nature of it um this is probably going to change toei animation so if you see certain things happening that normally wouldn't necessarily necessarily happen with toy properties whether it be dragon ball whether it be one piece whatever it may be it might be due to the fact that they got somebody new in charge so um expect some potential changes to happen with toy and their anime properties because they got a new uh leader in town so to speak uh with the passing of tezuka uh and it's still i ain't gonna lie his name just kind of makes me a little shocked like wait osamu tezuka that's wild but who knows maybe they were uh you know maybe his parents were fans of tezuka back in the day i don't know i'm not sure when tezuka was rocking i think he's been around for a minute uh, rest in peace moving forward you may have remembered but in case you don't i'll refresh your memory there were some criminals that were calling themselves basically luffy they, they're, they're actual criminals in certain parts of the world that were doing and uh, all sorts of dastardly deeds. And they were going by the name Luffy, the Straw Hat Pirates. Uh, but apparently, they've uh, been captured. The Marines got them, folks. It's, it's over. It's over. They got them. Luffy crime ring suspects extradited to Japan on former One Piece airplane. Oh, my God. It, the, the plot thickens. Four suspects accused of orchestrating a string of burglaries in at least 14 prefectures in Japan since last year were extradited from the Philippines to Japan last week. At least one of the suspects has been using the alias Luffy when organizing the crimes, an apparent reference to the aspiring Pirate King protagonist of the One Piece anime and manga series. Coincidentally, the suspects were flown back on a Boeing... It's not coincidental at all. It's definitely not coincidental. 767 aircraft with the registration number JA620J, the very same jet redecorated in a One Piece collaboration last summer. Japan Airlines claims this is a total coincidence. No, it's not. That doesn't coincidence like that don't happen dog there's certain things when you see in the media i don't feel like are coincidences i'm gonna just straight up say it like takashi 69 facing 69 years not a coincidence the person that murdered nipsey hustle being sentenced to 60 years like the rolling 60s not coincidences i don't know what the angle is when they do these things but it's not coincidences and i know i went trailing off but i just gotta tell you i don't feel that's a coincidence at all there's no way out of the bajillion planes in the world that they find those just i gotta keep it real i'm sorry the suspects include yuki watanabe and kyoto imamura who were allegedly involved in a scam in 2019 as well as tomonobu kojima and toshia fujita imamura and fujita arrived at the shibuya police station last tuesday while watanabe and kojima arrived last thursday watanabe and kojima were held for two extra days over a separate criminal case in the philippines police have arrested several suspects in each of the separate burglary cases one of the robberies resulted in the murder of Io Oshio, a 90-year-old woman in Komae, Tokyo. 
And yeah, the the straw hat Luffy pirate has been apprehended and it's kind of wild. Well, allegedly, you know what I'm saying? They still haven't been convicted. Although with Japan, they have like a 99.9% conviction rate. If you do anything, if you jaywalk over there, you jaywalked. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. There's no, it's a rarity that people get out of it. At the very least, they get usually if they're like an important figure or they're well-connected, they'll get a slap in the wrist. Otherwise, yeah, like you committed 14 burglaries throughout Japan and try to run to the Philippines. Yeah, it's, it's going to be brutal, lads. Straw hats off to this guy, Luffy, huh? Moving forward, we got a couple of series that were canceled in Weekly Shonen Jump. Yes, Weekly Shonen Jump once again drops the axe on one that I was actually really invested in and reading again. But uh, for starters, last week, apparently High School Family, a manga that I honestly didn't even understand why it was going this long, uh, has ended. And there was a special illustration by Ryo Nakayama to commemorate the conclusion of the series. Volume 9 was scheduled to be published March 3rd and the rest is still to be decided but I'll be honest with you I'm shocked that they let this go for this long only to cancel it because it's like what the hell you know that was one that I was like why is it still around they must really believe in it so for them to end it now I don't know if they got a fresh crop of new manga that they highly believe in that they're like yo we could afford to get rid of some of these ones that ain't making noise but yeah high school family is out but the one that really rocked my socks and I'm so disappointed that jump ended it is a series that initially I was joking on because of the name, but PPPPP by Mapolo 3 will be ending this week with chapter 70 and weekly Shonen Jump issue number 13. Volume 7 of the series will be out in April and volume 8, the final volume in May 2023. And I'll be honest with you, I feel like this is a mistake on Jump's part. First of all, you let it rock out this long, which means you believed in it to a certain degree. The art was beautiful. The competition musically was dope as hell. This is one that even if it's canceled, I recommend reading it. And I'm not sure if they're going to rush the ending. They probably will. But it was so dope. The art was gorgeous. And I was really looking forward to an anime of this because I was like, oh, it'd be perfect. Like, it's a music thing. It'd be beautiful to hear, like, you know, the music that they come up with whatnot. This one, I feel, is a big mistake on Jump's part because you already let it last that long. Why not see if it'll, you know, get a big boom with a beautiful anime with beautiful music. So, Jump getting rid of it. I'm going to say again, for them to get rid of two titles like this that they've let rock for a long time especially people people pee it's probably because they got some really grade a stuff underway and they're like get them out of here we got the goods now we don't need them which it's super super trash for them to be thinking that way but they probably felt like yo people people pee it sells in its first week of a new volume like 14,000 like we got some stuff that's gonna sell 140,000 maybe that's their mindset uh we'll see also I'm imagining that jump is probably gearing up like they need new battle series my hero's almost over black clover's almost over one piece is ending jujutsu kaisen ends like there's a lot of big guns ending they're probably readying up for the next gen of battle series to come so we gotta wait and see but yeah um i don't know this is a mistake they should have put ppp in uh and jump plus or something at the very least like it, it was a dope series like rest in peace people 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 by mapolo 3 yeah. Then some other smaller updates. For starters, Jujutsu Kaisen will be getting the cover and lead color page in Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 14. And it'll be launching its third character popularity poll. Everybody's still voting Gojo, I'd imagine. Like, that's probably not gonna change. Uh, then we also have updates that says Dr. Stone's New World TV anime will be publishing its latest information next week in Jump issue number 14. Finally, it's about freaking time. Uh, Chainsaw Man's TV anime will be publishing its special latest information next week on how it flopped no <laughs> in case you don't know chainsaw man's anime flopped uh 
pretty badly DVD and Blu-ray sales wise in Japan that's why I said that it was a great series don't get me wrong but yeah it, it didn't do well sales wise it did horrible in comparison to anything else out there One Piece will be on break next week in Weekly Shonen Jump issue number 14 and the series will resume in issue 15 as scheduled one Piece needs its breaks. Oda needs its breaks. Why not? Uh, Marshall's TV anime will be holding a special premiere screening featuring voice actors at United Cinemas on March 18th. The series is scheduled to broadcast April 2023. Uh, Jigoku Raku TV anime starts broadcasting in TV Tokyo on April 1st. This spring season is going to be humongous. And the series' opening theme will be Work by Ringo Shina and Millennium Parade. Wow. And they will also be holding a special premiere screening at Toho Cinema's Roppongi Hills featuring series major cast on March 19th, 2023. So we might even see some leaks of this to be honest with you. And let's close this bad boy off with the top 50 best-selling manga of the week courtesy of Joe's underscore Ke. We will resume with the author comments in the next week. And starting it off, it looks like the Blue Lock Parade has not surrendered because places 50 through 48, all Blue Lock volumes 4, 5, and 6. Uh, then moving up even further, places 46, 45, Blue Lock, Volumes 3, and Volume 7. And at place 44 is where we have a whole other conversation, all right? This is where we have a conversation where a lot of people are going to be looking at me like, Yo, Fenev, what happened, bro? Fenev, what, 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 what was you talking about, right? Because in case you don't know, there was big comparisons between the fact that Sasuke's manga was coming out and it was doing well view-wise online a lot more than even Boruto itself. So a lot of people, including myself, were like, yo, dog, this is what fans want. And I'm going to say this, right? Because uh, the latest Sasuke volume and the latest Boruto volume came out at the same time. Clearly, if Sasuke is here and we just went through, you know, top 50, unless Boruto wasn't on this list, which it is on this list, Sasuke was out sold by Boruto because in three days the Sasuke manga did 14,851 and I'm going to tell you like this if you truly believe that Boruto is more liked and sought after than Naruto, Sasuke and Sakura then that's your prerogative that's all I'm going to say if you truly believe that Boruto is more popular than or more loved than Sasuke have at it that's all I'm gonna say on that matter because 14,851 sales of a spinoff series that wasn't promoted all that much it was literally just people reading it on the website and I'd imagine that this was probably more of a western thing check back and I'm gonna see if I get the numbers when this comes out in the west and then we'll report back on that we'll see what's on shelves and what's really selling because on the western side of things we went crazy for it I don't care what you say that's just facts and and on top of that, again, ask yourself, which one's more loved than sought after? Boruto or Naruto? Place 43, Blue Lock again, Volume 2, Dog. I gotta watch Blue Lock. I gotta watch Blue Lock. Uh, 42, Oshinoko, Volume 10. Uh, New Prince of Tennis. Damn, that shit is still going. Volume 38, 15.7 in three days. Okay, Prince of Tennis, I see you. Then places 40 through 31, Blue Lock, Blue Lock. Jeez Louise, Blue Lock. I mean, the total sales aren't like crazy or whatnot, but they're selling. They're selling. More Blue Lock. Place 37, 36. Jeez Louise, 33, Blue Lock, Volume 14. Gosh. Blue Lock 32, 31. Oh my God, it's the it's really the Blue Lock takeover. I'm, I'm not even capping at all. Uh, then places 30 through 21. 
More blue lock. Volumes 20, 13, 12, 22. Gosh darn it. Uh, then at 26, Jujutsu Kaisen's latest offering that came out, wow, December 2nd. Jeez Louise, and it's still on the list. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen Volume 21 with 17,697 sales this week. Almost 1.4 mil. It's Jujutsu Kaisen greatness, okay? It just is what it is. Uh, Blue Lock Volume 11 at 25. Blue Lock, Blue Lock, ah, Blue Lock. It's too much Blue Lock. No, <laughs> really dope for the series. Like, it's crazy. Volume 11, Volume 8, Volume 10, Volume 9. Like, absolute madness. Then places 20 through 11. Let's see here. Kimono Jihen, Volume 18. I'm not sure what that is, but YOLO. Uh, place 17, more Blue Lock, Volume 22. I feel like a broken record at this point. Okay, number 15, Mystery Tall Lunakare, Volume 13, 24,000. And in 27 days, 350,000 total. Uh, and it's a Jose. I, I gotta check that one out, okay? Uh, Jose's, don't sleep on Jose's. Uh, okay, Seraph of the End got a new volume, and in three days, it did 24.6. Uh, I feel like Seraph of the End... Uh, and I want to say they announced it was on his final arc a long time ago. Don't quote me on that. But Seraph of the End definitely might be time to start getting close to wrapping up. I'm just saying it's been going for a hot minute. Uh, maybe that's just me. Uh, at number 12, Marshall, Volume 15. In three days, 28,000. Um, they really need to get that anime out. I mean, anime is coming anyway. So we know in April we're getting the Marshall Magic and Muscles anime. But in three days, 28,000. I remember the first, I don't know, maybe five seven volumes of Marshall was doing like 100k week one so to go from that to 28 maybe in a full week it would have done about 40 to 50 uh not the greatest in the world to be honest with you but you know it is what it is and regardless that cover looks sick and i'm excited for the marshall anime so i don't want to i don't want to shit on marshall i'm just saying but last but not least we got top 10 top 10 top 10 top 10 at number 10 chainsaw man volume 13 31,532 copies this week with a total of 539,000 copies uh it's chainsaw man and yeah it, it, it's selling mate it's selling and yo at number nine dog okay the sasuke volume did about 15k 14.9 latest boruto which i ain't gonna lie that cover is swag out they are dripping with swag goo sauce in three days 33,900 so basically 34,000 copies in three days for the latest boruto volume while it beat out Sasuke. Let's also keep it to perspective that this is an ongoing series that is a spinoff of one of the biggest things of all time. And yeah, 33,000. I would have been more comfortable with like, you know, 50, 60, 70. So 33, 34,000. Still, hey, it beat out Sasuke and that's only three days. I'd imagine it probably would have done in a full week, maybe 50 or 60. Maybe, let, me, let me not sleep. You know, it's only three days. And regardless, it's dope to still see Boruto kicking in there. Uh, the manga, last few chapters, has been phenomenal. Maybe when that volume comes out, it'll switch things around or the inevitable time skip but yeah I, I ain't gonna lie i'm not gonna hate that cover is fire i love that cover uh moving forward sakamoto days volume 10 at number six 40,000 in three days that's great for sakamoto days hold on good shit sakamoto that's good numbers for sakamoto at number five kingdom uh volume 67 with 501,000 copies in 18 days with 45,000 uh, for this week, Kingdom always doing big numbers. Blue Lock, Volume 9, 3 days, 46.6. Again, I think that's Sports Romance from Jump and not bad at all. Uh, number 2, The Final Tokyo Revengers, Volume Volume 31. 51,131 copies this week, bringing its total in 20 days to 702,000. 
Man, and with the new season going on, Tokyo Revengers, baby. Wow. But coming in at number one, uh, the hero, the, the, the hero of heroes, My Hero Academia, volume 37, in three days, 277,936 copies, gnarly cover, and just in general, wow, oh, wow. This was a list. I ain't gonna lie. A lot of shocking surprises, and just in general, I'm not mad at it. I had a pretty good time reading these. But that's all I have for this episode of Forever News. I'm Forever World, and as always, people, have an awesome day. And remember the golden rule, anime and manga for life, boy. Have an awesome day. Peace in, and you guys just watched another episode of Forever News. Okay, let me stop. Have an awesome day. Yeah. I have a dream, alone in my room as I sit with the tea Couldn't possibly think what I often see And you don't even know, now I often blink Lights be flashing and looking at me Such an odd, unique, yet I'm so unique And you're looking at me If the walls could talk, they would probably be weak And I'd probably say, bitch, get the fuck off me